The following podcast is a B&E Network exclusive. Welcome to B-Movies and E-Books. I'm Craig Wade. And I'm Brian Allen Delaney. And today we are talking about the brand new Puppet Master film, Puppet Master, The Littlest Reich, and uh, Metal Magic by Brian Barr. But before we get into any of that, what's up with you? Uh, Not too much. I I went and saw Happy Time Murders. Oh, was it good? Not really. I avoid every Melissa McCarthy property. So. Uh, hello? <laughs> no, I mean, it was like, I, I don't know. It, it could have been really cool, mm-hmm. but there was just something just dumb and about it, it. Maybe because it wasn't Meet the Feebles. <laughs> yeah. That's, I, that's what I was thinking. You know, uh, whenever we got out of it, I was like, you know, they were trying to do like a hardcore sort of adult puppet movie. And I was like, but we already had pinnacle of that with Meet the Feebles. Yeah. Um, nobody knows. That movie. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> look, <laughs> I say I avoid every Melissa McCarthy movie, but it's not that I don't like her. She's fine. Like, I love Bridesmaids. But just shit like Tammy, where the trailer is her with a box on her head firing guns in the air. Like, my God, could she? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? I think I actually saw that movie, and I don't remember. That doesn't surprise me. <laughs> it didn't leave much of an impression. Uh, yeah, I, I've i just... And The Heat, her and Sandra Bullock look terrible. Like, there's so many movies that she's in that just really aren't that good yeah she she is very hit or miss what's good other than bridesmaids <laughs> like uh ghostbusters uh okay well i, I don't know <laughs> i didn't see it but it, there was one i watched the identity theft i hated it her and jason bateman <gasps> that's a movie that i could tell you remember when we were talking about has jason bateman been in any bad movies wow Anyway, whatever. Do new. Do I? Ozark is killing it, though. <laughs> yeah, Ozark's great. Um, so, I mean, would you say, like, avoid it at all costs? Or was it, like, something that was, eh? I mean, people might like it. It mm-hmm. was a lot, like, more, like, toilet humor than I was expecting. Hmm. Well, that's cool. You know what I mean? I guess. No, I know what you mean. But, I mean, the trailer kind of looked like it. It, He was like... Wasn't he, like, having sex and shooting silly string? Yeah. Okay. Which was funny. (laughs) Like, well, I mean, okay. The funniest part to me was there was, like, a blooper reel at the end of it. (laughs) I don't know if saying much. Real bloopers or, like... Like them pretending puppets were bloop, blooping. <laughs> Real bloopers were blooping. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, that's cool. I rewatched Dead yeah, Alive last night. I hadn't seen it in a few years. Um, Still hold up? Yeah. I mean, it, it, to me, it looks a little more like it's a lot rougher around the edges than I remember. But I don't know. Whatever. Well, it was like a extremely low budget movie yeah in like 1989 <laughs> yeah 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 i mean i'm not being hard on it but yeah i watched that and i rewatched wild things <laughs> 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 that was my movie night last night kelsey does that still hold up uh 
Yeah, but it's exactly what you think it is. Like it, it's not better or worse. Like it's so cheesy. It's so cheesy and so nineties, but it's pretty good. <laughs> I mean, well, I, mean, I love that movie. Like regardless of how like it was perceived. Because, I mean, when it came out, it was pretty much perceived as just like a, a skin flick, right? But the thing is, though, it had like an actual like good interesting plot. plot. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it had a good plot and only like one or two nude scenes. Like, it's not like yeah. it was just porn, but for some reason there was the stigma attached to it. I guess because the whole plot was about sex. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, it's Bill Murray's so much better in that movie than I remember. Like, <laughs> I totally forgot he was in it. Yeah, he's so funny in it. Like, I don't know. Um, yeah, so I watched that. Nothing new, though, unfortunately. Uh, I did rent uh, some red boxes. We want to go through red boxes. Oh, oh, do we want to just go through your red box list? Uh, that sounds like prime entertainment. <laughs> Sorry, they weren't happy time murders. <laughs> uh, well, what else is new? Oh, I also watched Operation Finale. No, oh, was that good? What that was like a Nazi movie, right? Yeah, it was about uh, uh, like most prominent Nazis that uh, disappeared to Argentina. Hmm. So it was about like extracting him in the sixties. Hmm. It was it was actually really really good. Really? Yeah. Like the previews or the trailers. I don't know why I still say previews, but anyway, the trailers for it. Uh, it looked What's as if like what? Why can't you say previews? Well, now for some reason, previews are always like associated with sneak preview. You know, like. I saw it before it came out. Yeah, I know. I mean, trailers are called trailers, even though they've come before other movies now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So it makes no sense to even call those trailers. Um, Yeah. But whatever. Uh, The trailers for it uh, didn't really like show much of the plot. Like, and then it was PG-13. And you know me, if it's horror or war movies or anything that seems that like it needs or R rating. I have like I'm real sno- snobby about a PG thirteen in in war movies for some reason. But for this was war- movie, it was it was it was a small group of people trying to kidnap an ex Nazi. War movie enough should have been rated R <laughs> gory as hell. <laughs> uh yeah um uh, oh, I went to KillerCon. We've discussed it, but oh, m- might yeah. as well, might as well say uh, it was it was really good. Much um, a smaller show than I had anticipated, but it, it was really really good. Got to meet a lot of people, um, you know, that we've covered on the show. Bought some books and uh, who? Let's think. Oh yeah, uh, drank beers with Patrick Harrison and. Uh, Oh, are you okay? <laughs> no, I'm just dying. Oh, okay. <laughs> <coughs> Drink beers with Patrick Harrison. Briefly, you know, met Matt Shaw and, you know, but I, I was also going through, uh, I, I was uh, having some sort of sinus issue creeping up on me and, and uh, drinking a lot of beer. So <laughs> I spent a lot of time in the hotel room too, just reading, reading books that I, I had, and then we we ventured on into Austin. Found a uh, found a really cool record shop in Austin that I'd never been to. What? In yeah, no, it was called End of an Ear. It's where Rain what? parks her food truck, like in oh, that okay. parking lot. And so uh, we were waiting for the food truck to open, and so we went in there. And dude, they still sell VHSs. So me and me and Chris loaded up on VHSs. <laughs> or you know tapes no, not like vcrs <laughs> but but yeah uh it was really really cool i had a good trip um it was it was fun oh met uh briefly met jeff strand yeah yeah your hero <laughs> well i just figure it relates <laughs> to this podcast <laughs> and so 
Anyway, uh, you figure what it relates to this podcast. Yeah. What more than a food truck and a record shop? <laughs> uh, but yeah, met him, met Ed Lee, and yeah, it, it was a good time. So, um, yeah, I, I would if if my wife is cool with it, since we'll have a brand new baby next year, <laughs> Mako next year. I also <laughs> totally understand if she's like, oh my god, <laughs> there's a well, we have a nine month old and a three year old. Come on. Help me out for another year. <laughs> I'm sure you'll be fine. Yeah. But, um, but yeah. Uh, did you see that new Predator trailer? What? The, I, you're just breaking up. Oh, did you see that new Predator trailer? I am so stoked for Predator. Have I don't even see, care. Have you seen the trailer? The new one? Yeah. Looks, yeah. Looks amazing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I was stoked from the beginning. I don't even care about, like, people are like, oh, it's so dumb that they're, uh, you you know, genetics and stuff like that. Screw you. That's oh, awesome. Hold on. They're, they're what? <laughs> I said people are so, like, people are like, oh, it's so dumb that they're genetically enhancing themselves. I'm like, screw you, dude. That's awesome. Let's go for it. I mean, like, it's a, it's a freaking movie about space aliens, you know, that come to earth and hunt people yeah people are dumb like as far as like getting all up in arms <laughs> like you know, like seriously they could take a property that i love and change it and yeah i'd have an opinion on it but i wouldn't be like i don't know i i wouldn't just be like it ruins the old one for me or anything like that yeah and, and plus like if you think about it logistically and you you think about all of the alien versus predator movies and predator movies being in the same canon, mm-hmm. right? Which I know they're technically not, yeah. right? Um, but if you think about it, then it's like, why wouldn't you have some like faction of predators that decide, hey, the the aliens, the xen you know, are great hunters because they adapt to their host species. Mm-hmm. Why not we try that with us? You know what I mean? It, it actually is a perfectly sensible, logical leap. Yeah. So it, it's like in continuity, it still makes sense. Yeah. I do and want to real quick apologize not- I apologize to people that are listening because of lagging and stuff like that. I don't think this episode's going to get better. We're we're in the middle of like a crazy ass storm. Um yeah. over where I'm at. Where Brian's at it's dry. It's crystal clear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just read that Galveston is like hardcore flooding right now. Yeah, like it's bad. I think we're in like the eye of the storm or something. Uh, I mean, this is just like a, a normal, like this isn't a tropical storm. Like this is just a storm. No, it is. It is the worst hurricane in history, man. <laughs> but, but it's not a good, it's not a good omen for the one that the tropical storm that may be coming this week. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, no, I, that makes sense to me. What you were saying about like, if the aliens adapt, why couldn't the predators? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Either way, it's ruined those old movies. I'll be selling mine on eBay. Yeah, I'll never, I'll never be able to watch them again. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, uh, Suspiria looked pretty good. Oh, I know it looks good. Yeah. I mean, they're obviously going with a a different feel for it, mm-hmm. right? Which is smart, but it's definitely. Um, it feels the same like thematically just not uh what's the word i'm looking for like they didn't try to ape the style of it yeah you know what i mean yep which yeah. i'm happy for other than because the fact if it was that- just a if it was just basically a neon demon remake then <laughs> you know it would be <laughs> we already uh, had a neon demon last year two years ago i know but but that's what i'm saying like Neon Demon was already the the stylistic remake of Suspiria. I can see it, right? Yeah, 
Yeah. So it's like that's kind of already been done. So, yeah. I don't know. It looks good. I'm 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 a little worried that it seems like they're going to try to jam all three mothers into it. Yeah. Well, they've but. already they're already discussing the possibility of sequels. Good. But I mean cuz cuz I'd rather see that than jam all three of them into this one yeah i just think the only difference is they'll call it like suspiria 2 you know not lose branding yeah but whatever yeah but well or they'll rebrand this one three mothers in suspiria oh this totally doesn't relate at all to um our podcast but going back to our yeah, go for it. Uh, to the red box uh stuff rented tag i enjoyed it like a lot I liked it a lot. Yeah, I watched it too. Yeah, it was fun. It's a real fun movie. Now it wasn't <laughs> like great or anything, but I, I was surprised at how much I really liked it. But yeah, especially since it's got Jeremy Renner in it. I know. <laughs> are you are you are you a Ren fan now? No, I don't dislike him. <sighs> you have said many times that you hate him. <laughs> <laughs> He's just so freaking douchey. But no, he was great in this. This though, in this though, the douchiness like worked. That it, it worked. Yeah, <laughs> it was part of his character, and they embraced it. It was the perfect casting. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm done with the content. <laughs> oh, I got. I got. <laughs> oh god, I got one more thing, but the, unfortunately, there's not a lot of information on it. But mm. I'm excited to see where it goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, David Cronenberg has a TV show coming out. What's it called? Or he's in, uh, there's n- absolutely no information about it. Oh it's, God! I hope it's called like getting the Crone Zone. <laughs> Crones. It's just him like going around the country, like looking at like estate sales or something yeah, like yeah. that. It's like not even yeah <laughs> the Crone Zone. Uh, <laughs> but. Uh, no, it, there's there's no details like what it's about, um, if it's going to be like body horror, if it's even going to be a horror sh- show at all, uh, um, what channel it's going to be, nothing. Huh. So I'm excited. I'll bet, it, <laughs> I'll bet it's one of those shitty services like that Go90 or whatever. <laughs> it's on <laughs> Facebook video. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen that? There's like facebook video channel now oh yeah yeah and it pops up with shit every time this one dude i don't even know how i subscribe to every time he uploads something it's like so and so uploaded a new uh thing watch it now before it goes away (laughs) it's like i hope it goes away (laughs) you know so (laughs) (laughs) like anderson cooper has a show on facebook video yeah like they advertise it on like cnn and stuff what yeah the only weird uh, yeah, there there's a few things. I like cheap thrills on, on Facebook. Uh, you know, it's your boy Tabasco Sweet. No, 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 no. This is this is like actual TV shows. The, you're not talking about inside the app. No, there is like a Facebook video service. Hmm. Show on it about a cult that I actually really want to watch. Um, so it's like a channel. Yeah. It's like, it's like how YouTube TV, right? Yeah. It's like that. Weird. I know. Yeah. I thought you just meant where at the bottom it goes to Facebook video. You just click that. Yeah. Ah, Okay. Well, that's bizarre. I didn't even know that was a thing, (laughs) but yeah, the Crone zone ideal for it. I mean, I, I Facebook video. I, I really doubt, though, that it's going to be horror. He hadn't really tackled horror in a while, like you know. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know what it's going to be, um, or anything. Like a history of violence on yeah, those movies are violent as shit, but it's not really horror. I mean, history of violence is still thriller. I would say, you know, or like if if you consider. If you consider Cape Fear to be a horror movie, I don't. Then <laughs> a lot of people do, though. Like a a lot of people consider that to be an. And if you do, then History of Violence is a horror movie too. 
I guess. I guess. Yes, that's objective <laughs> truth. <laughs> nope. Nope, it's subjective lies. Um, <laughs> uh, no, Don't did, forget, truth isn't truth nowadays. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> truth isn't truth. Um, I never watched that Maps to the Stars movie he did. That looked pretty good. I actually heard Cosmopolis was good as well. I guess the last thing I watched of his was Eastern Promises, which was also amazing. But yeah, I just hope it's a it's a TV series of Videodrome. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and every episode, the opening credits is somebody uh, pulling VHS tapes out of their stomach. Every episode that would explain James Woods' Twitter feed. <laughs> like <laughs> if, if uh, somebody put the effects. wrong tape back in, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's yeah. just like I'm, all right so reviews <laughs> yeah, sure 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 uh all right so reviews you know unless you want to start talking about change damn it uh, the audio feed keeps cutting out but i assume that you said james woods yeah i said unless you want to start talking unless you want to keep talking about james woods twitter feed <laughs> i don't know man let's pivot let's go into a uh, politics show i'm sure that'll go over well <laughs> oh, I was gonna say we are a horror show, so oh, yeah. which Twitter feed still kind of counts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, let's do. Uh, <laughs> you want to do Metal Magic first? Sure. All right, we will be right back with our review of Brian Barr's Metal Magic after this. <laughs> back we are talking metal magic by brian barr so okay so this book i mean i I don't have much like every week i don't have the summary in front of me but this book is basically about a um like a 20 something early 20 something that uh is recounting uh his memories of his father and uh his father's dealings with black magic and metal and Basically, he has uh, he has some uh, grimoires from his dad, and he uh, decides to try out some black magic, even though, or, or I guess, occult stuff. I don't really know that it was specifically intentionally black magic, but uh, he I mean, tries to say magic. Yeah, magic. Yeah, like, he. You know, negative connotation on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why are you judging his magic, bro? Um, but anyway so even though occult stuff had always kind of rubbed him the wrong way he decides to try it out and that is what this book is yeah and and like um i i laughed at it because i actually have some guitar books (laughs) right called the guitar grimoire (laughs) okay so whenever i i (laughs) was reading that i was like shit were those books that brian had (laughs) like (laughs) is brian like super into magic and i've just never noticed (laughs) it's it's funny because like i have them uh, i have them at the studio right and so sometimes i use like certain things from them for my kids or like i'll show them something out of it and like the outside of the of the book looks like fake leather right mm-hmm. with um i mean it's got the circle of fifths on it with if anybody knows you know that like musically like music theory but it's got the circle of fifths on it but it looks like basically like magic circles you know, like yeah. on the on the front cover of it, and it's like the font that they use that says Guitar Grimoire is all like spooky, and so it's like I'm showing you know seven year old kids stuff out of this book, and it's like it looks like <laughs> we should reiterate for people that don't know you're a music teacher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like, yeah, so I'm showing seven year old showing random children on the street. <laughs> yeah, out of this book, I was just picturing and like really. You making copies Sometimes. at an office job, but it's like take your kid to work day. Hey, come here, kid. Want to see something spooky? <laughs> no, I, I teach. I teach music. It's it's relevant. Yeah. Um. All right. So, 
Yeah, we are. Uh, so yeah, this book, yeah, I, I thought of that too. As soon as it said, you know, his metal memoir or metal grimoires, I was like, dang, Brian has those. <laughs> to, to be fair, though, they're actually very handy reference materials. <laughs> I'm sure they are. If they weren't, you wouldn't bring them up in, in your music school. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't know. Um, this this book, like, first off, let me say I really enjoyed it. Okay. Um, if anybody you know has ever listened to this podcast, um, and I'm sure most of our listeners before because we don't do any sort of advertising. <laughs> so, so <laughs> how are we going to get new listeners? But um, in the, then they might know that I have a soft spot for like uh, occulty horror movies uh-huh. and stuff like that, right? And then also, um, I'm a musician. And so this ticked a lot of boxes for me. Mm-hmm. And I really enjoyed it. Th- that being said, I will. Dude, dude, you totally cut out. Cut out after that being said. What? Okay. Well, that being said, I was a little thrown about like the actual sort of plot change that happens about midway. I was too. Um, but yeah, like the reason I even recommended this, like for something to cover, because it was like. I, I was going through, you know, we hadn't covered any Brian Barr stuff since the head, I think. Right. We, uh, yeah. And so I feel like there was another one, but it's probably that. Well, I think, well, he, we did some giveaways for him. Like he was doing some promo stuff. Yeah. We did like a giveaway, but I don't know that we've covered anything other than the head. And I was like, shit, dude, like I've read more than just that. Like um, we might as well do it. I like, I like the fact that. He writes like, uh, you know, novella link stuff and stuff, you know, something uh, that's kind of shorter as well. Shorter works. And so whenever I happened to come across it, I was like, this sounds like it was made for Brian. (laughs) 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 So, but yeah. I mean, it it really kind of was. Yeah. And dude, there's a, there's a trilogy. So. Uh, I'm not saying that. Yeah, I, I saw whenever whenever I bought it on on Amazon, um, it did say like part one of the Metal Magic series or whatever. Yeah, I think one of them is called Punk Pandemonium. What? Yeah, that could be made for both of us. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so uh, so yeah, let's let's get into some of the plot. Uh, and okay. I like you was totally thrown for the the hard right turn in the middle, and yeah. then that. I, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, well, I was gonna say it, it made sense eventually, but it was very very jarring. Hmm. Um. Just like not just like location and plot wise, but almost tonally too. Hmm. Um. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to say like a whole bunch about it because then yeah, you can't really have to be pretty vague. It's because it's kind of the whole crux of the plot. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, but I didn't like. I didn't think that it detracted in any way from it. It was cool. Uh, but it just kind of reminded me of like this whole thing. Kind of just reminded me of an EC comic or, or something like that. Minus, you know, yeah. most EC comics, for some reason, it's always like scorned lovers back from the dead and shit like that. Minus that. Uh, but it, it just reminded me of like a real pulpy comic or or even like a Tales from the Crypt vibe to a lot yeah. of this. Where it's like, be careful uh, what you like wish with for. The end, <laughs> Do it. Yeah. Yeah. Completely. Yeah. Um, so, <clears throat> but I mean... It read, A, it read really fast. It was only 50 pages or so, so it would be weird if it was like, oh, God, I'm slogging (laughs) through it. Although, I I think uh, the case of Charles Dexter Ward is also like 30 pages and like insanely hard to get through for me. It's like 50,000 words in 30 pages or something. You just used a really small font. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Um, But... 
yeah, it just it had that kind of vibe to me as far as like a. Now, did were you catching something different, or or did it kind of feel like that to you? Like Lovecrafty? No, 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 no. Like a Tales from the Crypt, or like oh, an no, EC Comics vibe. Uh, especially with like the ending, yeah, like the very, very ending. Uh huh. Was um, I mean, and I don't, I don't want this to come off the wrong way, but it was kind of like a, a uh, oh crap, we're running out of it's up, <laughs> sort of thing at the end. Oh crap, we're running out of what? A- out of airtime. Let's run. Let's wrap this up. Yeah, you know, <laughs> like Tales from the Crypt, uh, or um twilight zone style ending yeah yeah i can see that big time but i mean that's not really a that's not really a criticism because i mean like i i love tales from or you know (laughs) uh, i love tales from crypt but i love you know uh twilight zone and they all kind of end like that yeah where it's just like here's a plot oh crap we need to end it (laughs) (laughs) yeah i could see that um it, it really didn't go and explore like a lot of territory because with this he could have had a few test runs and stuff like that you know what i'm talking yeah about? or or smaller things first yeah but it's a novella you know i appreciate the fact yeah. that it was just like bam you're, you're going on this journey and really not that there's no surprises because there were surprises as far as where it goes although from the beginning you know that it's not going to turn out well you know, anytime someone's like, let's experiment with with the cult stuff, it rarely is like, and we're rich with no with no ramifications. <laughs> you know? Um This went all according to plan. Yeah. But uh but you know, I, I appreciate the the brevity of it. Um I think that uh I'm, I don't know. I, I I also on the flip side though, I would have liked to see this be about double the length. I would have liked oh, to yeah, see I, a lot less. Uh, you know, just uh, percentage wise, I would have liked to see a lot less exposition and a lot more of the crazy shit. You know. Yeah, that was like if if it was, you know, probably the major failing was it did take a while to get going. Uh-huh. You know. And with such a small page count, that can be uh, a little bit of a detriment. Yeah, like a lot of a lot of short stories, not really novellas, but this kind of bordered between short story and novella. You know, very very short novella. I don't, but I don't know the actual word count or anything. Nor am I a prick like that. Novelita. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, but in uh, a lot of them, they kind of skip a first act. You know, it's almost like, oh shit, we found it. Like, would be like the very beginning. Yeah, you know, yeah, exactly. Um, but this didn't. So, you know, I I am in agreement on, on that that they could have uh, could have sped up some of the first act. But I really, really enjoyed it. Um, I think, uh, you know, he writes a lot of fantasy stuff, and you know, I'm not really that big into fantasy, but everything I've read, I've probably read four titles by him. Uh, the uh, two of the head series, this and then something else I can't remember. But everything I've read by him has been very enjoyable, and the dude is like super prolific. Like he puts out shit mm-hmm. all the time. So I might actually try some of those fantasy things. Uh, what I know, dude. What's up with me? But I'd like to get into a series of like, things. Are we talking like Lord of the Rings? Or are we talking like John Carter? I don't know. I, I just know that he writes fantasy stuff. Uh, I think it's more like uh, Conan type stuff. <laughs> I could be wrong. I, love, I, I be, love Conan. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, not just the comics. I've read the books and stuff. Or I've read some of the books. Oh, really? I've read yeah. at them. I got one from uh, the library and then just never finished it. <laughs> uh, but. Russus. Do I? That Robert E. Howard's from Texas. Oh, really? Wrote Conan. I didn't know he was yeah. from Texas. He was also pen pals with H.P. Uh, Lovecraft. I did somehow know that. And like, there's actually uh, Lovecraft mythos in a lot of Conan books. Huh. Well, anyway, yeah, I uh, 
he has that <laughs> series, uh, Carolina Demonic Confederate Shadows. Uh, the I don't know if that's really. Anyway, I'm not going to get too too bogged down on all of his books. But yeah, I would I would like to read some more of him. Uh, I think he's a good writer, and he doesn't seem to get too carried away into um not world building, but he doesn't get over the top with the uh with details. You know, like he has a, enough yeah. details, but not to the point that it bogs him down, which would be a terrible, mm-hmm. it would be a terrible uh, thing to do anyway on a book this size, <laughs> you know, but, but yeah. Is that, is that a dig at HP? <laughs> it, it, it might be, it might be. So, so just out of curiosity, I was checking to see if the other, um, metal magics were, uh, longer, you know, cause sometimes people do the first one really short, uh, as sort of like a get them hooked introduction, right? Yeah. But uh, punk pandemonium is actually, but uh, I punk just pandemonium is what very short as well. Uh-huh. Um, but it's it says uh, that a punk musician finds the guitarist grimoire. It's like he simplifies the chord progressions and notes. Okay, so I feel personally attacked. <laughs> yeah, I did notice in this. It's like, man, I don't even use power chords. <laughs> like, yeah, oh shit, there goes there goes every all the music we've made. <laughs> Not all, but most. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I I really enjoyed this. You know, like I said, it's really short. Um. And the beginning is a lot of setup, but it's not uninteresting, um, you know, because it's it, it kind of it, it's sort of like a what's how how do I want to say this? It's it's a similar path, I guess, to what a, a lot of other musicians take, where it's like about him trying to find gig, you know, and it's like talk and find any work and stuff like that you know so it, it's it's still an interesting story um even though it, it might not be the the magic part of metal magic in the beginning does that make sense yeah yeah, yeah no i got you i mean hey i i have a soft spot for music books like books about musicians not like music books as in like theory or anything like that but mm-hmm. i'd fucking like i love love books about musicians for some reason unless it's like blues for some reason most of the time i can't follow it i tried to read a, a book about bb king once and i was like nope can't do it i tried uh, they're, they're all the same it's like you live a sad life and then you go soul your soul to a crossroads demon and then you get big you, that's like the standard blues progression right well uh, not in bb kings <laughs> i mean do you know that for sure <laughs> yeah, no i don't but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but i don't know like chuck Klosterman, uh he writes a lot about that you know just uh lifestyles of musicians and stuff like that and he's probably my favorite writer um even though it's not he's never written anything even remotely horror uh, but I, so, I mean, I was a sucker for this book anyway, but I, I really liked it. I think that, uh, I will probably be checking the other two out. Hey, Brian, if you're listening, it'd be really cool to give us this. Book. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. We'll buy uh, but uh, anyway, uh, but yeah, I don't, um, I don't have much bad to say about it other than. If you were expecting a longer book, which I wasn't, I was fully aware how short it was when I started. (laughs) (laughs) What a, what a stupid criticism. (laughs) No, I don't have, that's what I'm saying. I don't have anything bad unless someone was expecting a longer book, but yes, that was a dumb criticism. (laughs) So what would you give it? (sighs) I'm teetering between the three and a half and a four, probably a four because it ticked so many boxes for me. I really, really enjoyed it. Um, I don't know. I'm going to land on a four. Yeah, I'd say a, a real solid four, um, maybe bordering four and a half for me. 
if we did if we did quarter stars, this would be four and a quarter. No one says we can't do four. We don't do that. No one says no, we can't. We don't. No, we can't. <laughs> I said we can't a long time ago when you wanted to do it once. <laughs> I say this is four and an eighth. Anyway, we will be <laughs> four and eight. <laughs> We're gonna, it's four and three over pie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, we will be right back. All right, we're back. We are talking Puppet Master, the Littlest Reich. Um, <laughs> sorry, it's just like I, I giggle like every time I hear that. <laughs> the Littlest Reich. Yeah, so yeah. in this film, uh, you know, I don't know. Do I need to explain the setup to a Puppet Master series? Like, it's either you're in or you're out, right? Yeah. Okay, so I have, I have a confession to make. Uh-huh. I think I've maybe seen two. Really? Yeah. I've seen a few. I mean, I definitely haven't Here's watched them all. <laughs> yeah, I tried watching the first one a few years back, and it's so slow. Because I got the box set. So I, like, randomly yeah. will watch them. But I haven't really watched them in order or any of that. I, I do know that in... You know, in a few of them that I've seen, uh, I think it was Puppet Master versus Demonic t- uh, Toys... Which really technically isn't a, a real Puppet Master movie. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, it's like but, AVP. Yeah. Uh, like, but the the puppets were good guys and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But like. Not so much so this, this movie. This one. Uh, well, I mean, I guess. I'm going to get in trouble for saying this. But I guess if you have, have Nazi puppets, friends, do what? It, I, I bet you. I, I guess if you have Nazi puppets mm-hmm. versus demons, the the Nazis are maybe the better guys in that situation. Well, okay, I, I'll put it this way. Okay, in the films, I'm not sure that there's much continuity. Like in none of the films were they not made by a Nazi, right? Well, but, no. Uh, well, that Tulane guy or whatever apparently was never a Nazi before in any of the movies. What? Yeah, dude. In Axis of Evil. What? You're blowing my mind. He, he, it, that's, I was reading Wikipedia pages, really, and stuff. Yeah, and it said um, he wasn't a Nazi before. What the? F- dude, that's blowing my mind. I thought the the last few they've really. Like the little uh, or what was it called? Axis of evil. I don't know about the. I don't know if those. Some don't. Yeah, it is axis of something. Evil, uh, probably. But yeah. See, that's why I was going to ask because I was really confused, and then I started reading like you know, uh, like stuff about it, and uh-huh. there was like parts about ancient Egypt and stuff in it too. Uh huh. I'm so confused about the continuity of Puppet Master. And the thing is, I don't know if anybody knows it. <laughs> <laughs> no one's able to pay attention that long. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I've seen, I've seen randomly. I know that there is some Nazi shit in there. But all I was going to say is... Yeah, in, like in, the, the, the puppets themselves are like made with like nazi souls and stuff right i don't know man i don't know there's so much i don't know you know what this is telling me though i need to break that box set open and actually watch them like in continuity not by oh this one sucks and i'm bored (laughs) let's just change it to the next one which is how i've been doing because i have nine puppet master movies literally right behind me (laughs) like there's no excuse for me not to have seen them but all i was gonna say is in none of the other movies is it this Nazi prevalent that I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, because, um, like, I thought that, like, only one or two of them were Nazis anyway. Like, the one with the, the helmet, right? Um, but he wasn't even, like, a Nazi. He was, like, that's, like, World War One German helmet. You know, the one that's, uh, that they called Kaiser in this movie? No, yeah, yeah. 
you know? And then, like, um, I thought, like, Blade or something was supposed to be enough. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, let's 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 disregard that for a second. Okay. Okay. And and let's talk about this movie by itself. Hmm. What the hell was going on? <laughs> like when? <laughs> like in this movie? Like from the beginning? Well, no. Okay. So like, all right. Maybe we can't completely divorce it from uh from the rest of the Puppet Master because like. I thought that there was like five or six puppets, right? No, and there's it was a lot like, of puppets. See, I thought it was like the same puppets. Like I thought, like because Blade has been in in all of them, mm-hmm. right? And I thought it was, I thought it was supposed to be the same puppet of Blade every time. See, I did too. I thought it was supposed to be... I didn't know that he had, like, a bunch of duplicates. Yeah, because in this movie, like... The, okay, so the plot is... Um, Thomas Lynn... Thomas, right? Thomas Lynn? Yeah, he, he's... Divorced, like, he newly divorced, moving back in with his parents for a while. Um, and then, like, in his little brother's room i guess uh-huh. um who had died uh from mysterious mysterious circumstances which later may or may not have been the puppets was he like another character like was he a character in a previous film i don't know i don't know that's what i'm because saying this one is supposed to take this one is supposed to take place first it's supposed to take place said. what First? In a parallel universe. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, because most of the other ones are like set a long time ago. The ones yeah, I've yeah. Seen. Okay, so so here's the deal. Like, in, in his little brother's room or whatever who died, he finds one of the puppets, uh-huh. right? Um, and then, like, he's looking at it up on the internet to see what it was or whatever, and then he finds there's a convention. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Conveniently. That like celebrates um, the 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 murders like the puppet murders. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm assuming it's supposed to be like Puppet Master One because it was like a murder that was like 1989. So I'm assuming that's what it's supposed to be. But those um, are... and and the the cop who was in it was actually like in the original Puppet Master movie. Who the or the the lady cop. I don't know. I mean, the original hey. movie was a long time ago. It wasn't set in the 80s. I don't know. That's what, what I'm saying. Like, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> well, I don't it, think you should get bogged down in like the that. canon. I'll put it that way. I don't... No, but that, but but even even without the canon, it doesn't make any sense. Because that Tulane guy was supposed to be dead in, like, 1941. Yeah. Like, no, wait, I, wait. I, I read on. all the Wikipedia pages. <laughs> All right, so, but see, that's the thing. The, they wrote, they basically just kind of, from my understanding, this isn't like part of the Puppet Master series. Yeah, yeah, no. This is not. almost fanfic, and they did whatever the hell they wanted to. Yeah, and so. Which, if it was part he, of the series, I never would have suggested we. Oh, go ahead. What? I was just saying, if it was part no, of the series, say? I never would have suggested that we cover it because we hadn't seen all of them. But because this is basically a soft <laughs> reboot, I was like, oh, okay, whatever. Like, I've seen a few. I know he's seen a few. Shit, I've watched a few. Oh, we watched some at your house one time, like, when we were in high school. That's what I'm saying. I've seen a few of them, but it's been 20 years yeah. you know, since I've seen any of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but, okay, so he goes to this convention um, for, which is kind of weird, but they're having an auction where people are coming from around the uh, around the globe or whatever to sell those weird ass Nazi puppets that the guy had made. Uh huh. Right. Um. Which let, let let's stop for one second and talk about how an auction works. Whenever you have like eight people all coming to sell their own, yeah, like the same I thing. I did notice that. Who's gonna buy that? Well. What I was thinking is possibly <laughs> these people all go and then they do it on the internet. Like there's just an auctioneer there that's live. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Okay. Because otherwise, yeah, I'm right with you. There's no reason for 
Right. Yeah, if they're all literally going to sell the same product to each other mm-hmm. and they all want to get rid of that product, who's going to buy it? But you're right. I had discounted the idea of phone call bids or online. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so so what happens is like all the puppets hap- like come alive, right? Cause I guess because they're in proximity to the to the dude. Yeah, to Toulon's grave or whatever. Yeah, but... but he, he, it's like every puppet that's ever been in Puppet Master ever is in there. No, they were missing a few of the big ones. Well, yeah, 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 I know. But and then there was like a couple of new ones, right? Um, but it's like every version of Blade, you know, has been in there. And so it's like it is this one out of continuity, but in a continuity where all the other ones exist. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, to me, <laughs> I like this movie. Obviously, it's not a five-star movie, which is weird because the only other two films that I've ever seen this guy write, uh, S. Craig Zoller, have been five-star movies on this podcast for me. And there's not really? many five-star movies. Yeah, Bone Tomahawk and uh, yeah, Brawl and Subblock 99. And then he did this. <laughs> and so it's like, huh. But, uh, but... It's not like this is a perfect film in any way. God, it's not. But it was so fun to me. Like, it was a fun film. Like, I don't really think... I I wouldn't subject it to the level of scrutiny that you are. Because... Well, I was just trying to make sense. Because I just just wanted everything to make sense. No, but why? Like, you're just talking about puppets killing people. (laughs) Yeah, but I need a reason, Craig. No, you don't. No. I, I mean, need a rich backstory for my murderer's puppets. I will put it this way. As soon as the film was over, I wasn't positive on how how the plot worked or who the final puppet was. You know? What? At the end? Yeah. That was Tulane. Was it? Yeah. Sure. But that's a fucking puppet. Yeah, <laughs> when, why not? <laughs> he, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> but, or... <laughs> Uh, but I will say there was some funny shit in this, which really kind of broke from the previous ones. They they play it close to the hip. They weren't really that funny of films. Yeah. Except for no, the I remember the old ones like actually being like, like what? Uh, the being the what? old ones being like really dark. Yeah. They, everyone I've seen, except for the one with Corey Feldman in it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> that was like, that may have been Demonic Toys versus, or Puppet Master versus Demonic Toys. Either way, it, it wasn't part of the full, much like this one, it was one that they had kind of licensed out. You know, it yep. wasn't really part of the Full Moon series. Uh, it, th- that one was made for Sci-Fi Channel. But that one was goofy as shit. But this one, it had a comedic tone to it. Uh it, mm-hmm. I thought Thomas Lennon actually did a really good job as as a as a main character, you know, which yeah. I wasn't. I was kind of surprised at. Um, it had some really over the top. The star of this film was Gore. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> like uh, oh, by the by the way, I looked it up. He was in Puppet Master. Puppet Master, what versus Demonic Toys? Yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah, I thought that was the one. Either way, I, that one was kind of so so goofy and over the top. Like it, mm-hmm. it was a no. I remember renting that like from <laughs> videos <laughs> to go. Yeah, but uh, but this one, I don't know. I mean, if you're not, this is literally just a film to drink beer and watch. Like it's not a. It's not a. It, it's not reinventing the wheel. It's not doing anything. It's just, hey, want to watch some killer puppets do some crazy shit? Yeah. All right, done. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much what it is. Uh, the one thing that m- did kind of surprise me about this film, also unlike the other ones uh, that I've seen, at least, you care about the characters a lot more in this film. Hello. You're frozen. Yeah, no, I'm I'm here. Isn't moving. Oh, uh, okay, <laughs> okay. Uh, you care about the characters more in this film. Like they were good characters for the most part. Yeah, there were a few that were like the kid running in the <laughs> the kid running in the parking lot 
and he grabs oh it. Oh my god, that was amazing! <laughs> as soon as that kid showed up, I looked at Kelsey and I was like, "The kid's gonna die." And she's like, "Why? <laughs> Why? Why would they do that?" And I said, "Because he just showed up, and this movie's over the top violent." I said, "Watch, you watch." And then literally, like within seconds, his arms are ripped off. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, so good. Yeah, that my favorite scene, and this is a spoiler, but. Uh, remember Tom Lennon's buddy who was trying to score yeah. like with chicks all, all night, trying to get yeah, trying to get numbers and all that kind of shit. Anyway, when he finally gets that girl and spoilers, uh, you know things don't work out for him. But when they're running off, Tom Lennon and his girlfriend are running off, and she's like, "Wait!" and jumps out the window. <laughs> And just sm- smashes her head into the side of a dumpster. And they literally look back and just go, ooh. And then just keep running. They didn't even wait. Didn't, like, it was like, oh, okay, she's dead. All right. Oh, that was so good. Like- <laughs> <laughs> that guy who plays Markowitz. The guy um, from Mad Men. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's in Mad Men. But he is, he's also in Blackish. Uh huh. Right. And um, his character, like, uh, is the okay the the main character um what's his face Andre I don't know the dude the dude from Blackish um works at a like advertising firm right mm-hmm. and this guy plays his boss's son right who's there clearly because of nepotism mm-hmm. but there's also just low key hints throughout like the seasons and stuff um that he is a sociopath. And mm-hmm. has murdered people and is trying to poison his father to get his money. Huh. Like just just low key. <laughs> like they'll <laughs> like they'll mention things and then they'll giggle about it and then like move on. <laughs> it's 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 bizarre. That's a that's a weird thing to just subtly hint over and over. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like like uh he, he mentioned something once about like poisoning his father, and he's like Oh, here's this this uh, coffee I made you, and then his dad drinks it. He goes, "Mmm, almondy," you know, like because uh, arsenic is tastes like almonds, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> huh. Well, yeah, I like that character or that actor. He's he's good. Yeah. I've only watched one episode of Blackish. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know how that really plays into into <laughs> Puppet Master, but I don't. I don't. I, is he not like a? He's not like a major character, right? He just kind of pops no. up every one. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I was like, I don't remember. When he's him. in an episode, he'll be in there for like two minutes. Ah, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. So back to this film. What do you think that the strengths and weaknesses were? <laughs> I mean, the weakness. <laughs> Weakness was obviously plot <laughs> continuity to me, um, or or not even that, just just maybe explaining what was going on. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, I could see that. You know, like I I get it that it's fun to have a show about murderous toys, or sorry, puppets, right? Um, I get it, that's fun, but I kind of want to know why or uh-huh. how. Yeah, you know, because because even child's play, you you got it like, you know, two minutes, and you're like, okay, well, it turns out his face uh, was big into voodoo, you know, and it's like, okay, and he put his soul in the doll. Yeah, you know what I mean. This one, you know, it said that this guy was into occult and esoteric stuff, but it's like, I don't know, why did he make the puppets? Who were those puppets? <laughs> I got you. It didn't bother me in any way. It was just, <laughs> but yeah, plot was probably the uh, weakness uh, of it. The the strong point for me was practical gore effects, and and they were good. Massive ones. Um, I mean, you could tell it was it was still really low budget, um, because there were no like huge like shots. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mhm. Um like uh big set pieces? Yeah. You know what I mean? It was a bunch of tight shots, a bunch of smaller things. Um you would ever only see like waist up. You you know what I mean? Like it wasn't like any long shots where like somebody's getting 
pulled apart or something like uh so you could tell it was still a low budget but it was really really well done um the guy who did it actually was on the uh face off from um sci-fi channel uh-huh. that i watch i watch that show uh-huh i remember him he was good nice. on the show That's yeah it. well cool uh yeah i really okay so as far as i go you know we agree plot wasn't the strong point i did find it interesting that they somehow had this plot that really kind of at the same time made you root big time for some of the characters and and almost feel for you know feel for a lot of the people but at the same time you know everybody's gonna get Get, or at least most of the people are going to get killed, you know? Yeah. Like, because yeah, most of the time... They're all cannon fodder. Mo, yeah, most of the time, body count movies, and, you know, whether it be a slasher or something like this, it, they're not there to develop character. But in this, it seemed like most of the secondary characters had very developed characters. Like the bartenders at the beginning yeah, of the Yeah, no. And um, stuff. And, and uh, you know, there's a... I don't want to spoil it, because I was not expecting it at all, but like how the main character ends up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's like, there are some like, um, what, what little character development these people have, like say with like cuddly bear, right? Or, <laughs> who I loved. Uh, the, the bartender. <laughs> he, huh? I said who I loved. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I mean, it's like these people will have, one or two minutes of like character development, but that's all you need, right? Like you understand exactly who they are, right? Like right then and there. And then it does make their inevitable deaths a little bit more of a gut punch. Yeah. Rather than, hi, I'm Tropy McTrope. I'll see you later. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. These uh, people were, had in, in short amount of time, they had uh, a lot more nuance than they probably should have. And, I, I really enjoyed that. I also really enjoyed the tons and tons of gore and how over the top that kind of stuff was. And yeah, it was good. It was a really good trashy movie. <laughs> yeah. In in a way, I would say it's a solid out of on my rating. I would say it's a solid three, a very yeah. solid three. Yeah, I was kind of going the same way. I mean, like I was originally thinking two and a half. Like whenever I first watched it, but you you know, it is interesting how much they were able to um, make you. I don't know if care is the right word for the for the characters, you know. But like even even people who were just there for one scene to get murdered, yeah, right. Like that cut, like like a couple of the like the one couple, right. Um, like the first kid couple that gets murdered, like, you know a lot about them from the thirty seconds of dialogue they have. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, and the other thing that kind of plays into that is, is, and the Nazi aspect is this film. It, like in the past, I believe that they were all the ones that did mention like Nazism and stuff like that. It was uh, a shortcut for evil. This yeah. one it seems to be like, oh, they have a Nazi agenda because 90% of the people they kill were minorities or, or something like that, correct? Like minorities or... or One, the, uh, the, the guy that they killed in the bathroom, which I laughed really hard at, by the way. Um, <laughs> the, they, they were like, the, the cop guy was like, oh, uh, his, his name was, I don't remember what the guy's name was, but he's like, what kind of name is that? And for some reason, Thomas Lennon's character has, was already looking it up on Google to see what kind of name it was. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he was like, Gypsy, right? So, <laughs> yeah. So, like, they, they were killing like a Jewish couple, a gypsy, and like there was an agenda to it. You know, there was a reason. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so. That also kind of makes it much more like socially conscious than most, <laughs> you know, like than most puppet master films. Yeah, it's one of the more socially conscious <laughs> puppet movies I've seen. Well, I mean, okay, <laughs> I'll put it this way: they killed everyone. You know, like uh, yeah. it didn't really matter, but but they went for seemed, certain people first. Yeah, it seemed like 
you know, minorities and, and, and gay people and stuff like that were the, the ones that got it first. And it was just like, oh my gosh, like, are they really, really trying to make puppet master like us actually think about puppet master this is the the thinking man's puppet master yeah. you know, you've got social socially conscious things you got likable characters you have a plot that you need a flow chart to just you know to determine <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah it was like written by this guy and noam chomsky <laughs> like, like, i don't know <laughs> but all right well yeah I, I don't know. Three out of five. It was fun. I, I enjoyed it. Um, I, it was so weird seeing, you know, half of the half of the, the death scenes just being like, oh, man, I hate to see that. And then the other half being like characters that you'd never really seen. And thus it was funny. You know? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I I, uh, I enjoyed it. I'd like to hear what other people thought of it. But. Yeah. Anyway, all right. Well, uh, I guess that's it. We'll be back next week when we talk about the 11th installment in another series we haven't watched. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just do do, uh, Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 2. Yeah, Uh, I'm down. I'm down. I never saw any. Well, I saw Part 1 and Part 4. I think I'm fine. (laughs) You'll be fine. The podcast you just heard is part of the B&E Network, brought to you by bmovies and ebooks.com. Mm-hmm.